Alrighty, everybody. Gurren Wiz Fantasy Football Podcast. We are going through each division to determine uh, what we think uh, teams need in this upcoming NFL draft, which is a little less than two weeks away now. Uh, and we're on to the AFC West, Wiz, which I mentioned at the end of that last podcast. It is looking like the best division in football this year. Wiz, how you doing? Yeah, I'm doing well, and I agree with that. There's uh, you know, a lot of talk about people trying to figure out the mathematics. Can four teams from a division all make the playoffs? And the answer is yes. <clears throat> it would take uh, kind of like having a tremendous record of uh, non-division games for all of the teams. But uh, certainly a lot of these teams look like uh, they're going to be vying for uh, you know a lot, a lot more than just a division lead in terms of uh, AFC championship and Super Bowl aspirations as well. Yeah, you know, it's funny. Was I, I look at this division as we sit here right today. Uh, I see three teams in this division that have kind of moved up. And I see what has been the best team in this division over the last few years. The Kansas City Chiefs kind of take a step back. Would you agree with that assessment in that uh, the alignment here in this division is a little bit more balanced than we've seen previously? Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I, would, I, would, I would agree with that. Uh, I don't think Kansas City's quite done yet. Uh, I want to see what that looks like after – all free agencies and all all free agency pickups and 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 what looks like uh, after draft day because we could start with Kansas City they have a ton of draft equity the most I think in the NFL with 11 picks and they're a team that I believe if they have a player in mind you're going to see them active so uh, I think it's very very likely that you may see. Kansas City try and move up to that 13th spot that I talked about about with the Texans and trade their 29th pick, their 30th pick, uh, maybe one of their third round picks and maybe a fourth round pick to try and get into that 13th spot to try and get what I believe will be a receiver. So uh, I think Kansas City's story is not quite finished yet before the season starts but uh, as we sit here right now, which was your premise, uh, I would agree with that, that all three of the uh, other teams in that division have certainly improved. Yeah, and and and, and talking about the Chiefs, we're on the Chiefs, so might still stay with the Chiefs here. You know, they have they have twelve picks in this draft, right? So uh, obviously, the big trade with with Tyree Kill. Um, I think a team certainly that will be looking at the secondary position as well because Tyron Matthew, I don't, I don't think he's returning. I know Sorensen is gone from this team as well. But with 12 picks, Ritwiz, including two in the first round and two in the second round, uh, you know, basically four picks. In, for a team this talented, you know, at, at quarterback and, and, and in a few other positions, uh, you know, this is a team that can make themselves a lot better, but they have a, a lot of draft capital here. You know, uh, they do have a lot of picks in the later rounds. Um, you and I both know that they're probably going to be tackling the wide receiver position with one of those two first-round picks uh, and, and maybe with a later pick as well. Uh, but, you know, the, Chief, the Chiefs have work to do, uh, but they certainly have the ability to, to, work, to, to, to build up on this roster with the fact that they have as many picks as they do. Yeah, they know that they're going up against Russell Wilson and, and Justin Herbert and um, and and the Raiders added Devontae Adams to their potent offense as well. So um, they have a lot of draft equity. I believe most of their picks are going to be on the defensive side of the football, uh, you know, getting after the quarterback, uh, cornerback, um, 
all, all picks, they're really on all levels on the defensive side of the football, and they will sprinkle at least one receiver in that mix. But uh, I, 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 this is just a team that I feel is going to do something with their picks in terms of <clears throat> moving up if they have a player that they really, really like. But uh, if they do stand with their picks, and right now I guess that's the premise to go by, um, I have to believe most of those picks are going to be on the defensive side of the football. Yep, uh, I, I don't, I don't disagree with that. And uh, you, know, you mentioned Russell Wilson, and, and then uh, certainly the Denver Broncos made that splash. Uh, there was a lot of discussion around Aaron Rodgers potentially being part of, of the of, of the plan in in, uh, in Denver, but it went in a different direction. Uh, obviously, the Broncos spent a little a little bit of draft capital to bring Russell Wilson there, so they don't have a first round pick. In fact, their first pick in this draft is uh, at number sixty four uh, in in round two. A uh, couple of picks in round three, a couple of picks in round four, uh, and then a, one pick each in rounds five, six, and seven. So, you know, to me, Wiz, you know, you talk about this offense and, and the offensive side of the football in this division. I think the Broncos will also be a team that will be continuing to kind of build up their defense, maybe look to shore up that offensive line a little bit. But those are the two positions, uh, given that they, by the way, spent a lot of money at the receiver position last year to make sure that they'd signed everybody that needed to be signed. Um, They could probably use some tight end depth as well with the trade of Noah Font. Um, But that's kind of the way I see the Broncos going with. I'm excited to see what Russell Wilson does in this offense. Uh, I think, Russell Wilson should still be considered a top 10 pick uh, in fantasy quarterback circles. Uh, and Broncos skill players should be very happy that Russell Wilson is part of this team now. Yeah, I think uh, they're going to want to protect Russell Wilson. So priority is going to be offensive line. Uh, you know, again, if you're in that division, you want to try and slow down the other team's offense. So certainly defense and cornerback specifically. So protect Russell Wilson, priority one, try and stop the other team's passing game cornerback too and uh as far as tight ends go i don't know i think i'm feeling pretty good about albert uh this year so uh we'll we'll see if they if they also pick another tight end after uh losing uh noah font to uh to to the seahawks but uh they they really want to be able to protect russell wilson so uh they're, they're going to go after offensive line uh with one of their first few picks yeah, and look, look you know, the, the Broncos are going to be a good football team this year. Um, they have a, gr- a really outstanding young running back in Javante Williams. Uh, I'm not sure what what have you heard, last heard on on Melvin Gordon at this point, Wiz? Yeah, he's just uh, nothing. I mean, I keep hearing that the Broncos aren't against bringing him back. I mean, if they weren't against bringing him back and they really wanted to bring him back, I mean, they could have done so already. It doesn't seem that's much interest. I'm sure. Melvin Gordon's camp is going to just kind of like maybe wait this out and see if there's an injury or something that takes place in uh, in, in preseason or uh, and then and then see if there's a team that kind of needs him to come in or if he just ends up going on a and taking a pay cut and going back to to Denver. But uh, you know the one thing I will say about Denver when you look about when you look at these four teams, the one thing I would say is the Broncos have the best defense of the four teams coming into the season. Uh, uh, and I know the Chargers, um, JC Jackson and, uh, and, uh, and Mac as well added to that team. That defense was horrible. And uh, uh, so I think the Broncos have a pretty good starting point because I, I think their defense is probably the most talented as we head into the season. 
All right, that's a good segue, Wiz. Uh, the the L.A. Chargers, uh, who have an outstanding young quarterback in Justin Herbert. Uh, they have a tremendous running back in in, um, in, in Eckler. Uh, talented wide receivers. They did bring in Mike Williams. You and I both liked Josh Palmer last year. I think he'll become more a part of this offense as we move along. Uh, making some changes at tight end. They added Everett. Um, uh, Cook is gone. Everett's there. Unfortunately, that hurts my boy Donald Parham's chances to kind of move up uh, on, on the draft board. But, you know, this is a very, very talented team um, where they did lack talent. You talked about defense. They could not stop the run at all. Um, Khalil Mack has been brought in, as you mentioned. But I think they still continue to need some help uh, in shoring up kind of those inside defensive positions. And of course, a quarterback uh, like Justin Herbert, there can always be a need for uh, continued bulking up of the offensive line. So for me, uh, offensive tackle, uh, perhaps edge rusher, but you know, to me, this team was unable to stop the run last year. And I'd be looking for players that have the ability to run stop if I'm the LA Chargers this year with. Yeah, you know, rarely do you have, when you look at the draft and you're trying to analyze it and, you know, figure out what player for what team, is there just like a perfect storm of a, of a team with a certain need, a player that fits that need, and a player that has a very good chance of being there. And I just feel, and I, I'm looking at these first couple of rounds when I'm trying to analyze the draft, well, and, uh, but they, they don't. They don't. The, they don't have a second round pick, right? If I'm not. They, no, they don't have a second round. The Chargers. The Chargers uh, picks are a first rounder, a third rounder, a fourth rounder, a fifth rounder, two sixth round picks, and four seventh round picks. So they need to get this right. And their first first round pick, overall pick seventeen. I just feel Jordan Davis from Georgia is just the perfect fit for that team. And uh, they would be ecstatic, I'm sure, if they were able to get that player. To your point, teams, and and, and, and you and I were talking about this all season. One of my favorite prop plays were p- playing opposing running backs yards against the Chargers because, it, it, they one, they couldn't stop the run. Two, the opposing teams wanted to keep Herbert off the field, so they really emphasized the run. And I'm sure... If you look at that last drive that ended the season for the Chargers, they could not stop the run against the Raiders to even have that game end in a tie. So um, I agree completely, and I feel with their limited draft equity early on, only one pick in the before uh, in the first two rounds, not having a second round pick. Jordan Davis from Georgia is just a beast, and. Uh, he fits that that situation perfectly, and I, I think uh, that would be the player that the Chargers are going to target and really need in that first round. Yep, uh, I, I don't disagree, and uh, yeah, I mean, obviously Khalil Mack will, will make a difference. Khalil Mack is not the same player as he was five years ago. He'll he'll, he'll make an impact in, in a defense uh, that that is talented. I, it, I still worry though. Is I, it seems like I know you mentioned J.C. Jackson, but Derwin James is almost always banged up, hurt for some reason. They have names on this uh, on this defense, but you know, like I said, statistically last year they they were really a failure. So um, I, I like that choice of pick as well. I'm uh, I'm very much agreement with uh, with with the with the player and certainly the certainly the position. 
All right, let's Absolutely. Mo- let's move on to the Raiders, Wiz. And uh, you mentioned earlier, Devontae Adams was the big splash that they made. Uh, lots of changes in the Raider organization this year with a new head coach in Josh McDaniel, a new GM. Uh, Mike Mayock is gone. Dave Ziegler, who spent a lot of time in the Patriots organization, is the new GM. Uh, he doesn't get a lot of chance to show us what he can do with draft picks because the Raiders have a fairly bare cupboard when it comes to draft picks. With his first pick of their draft this year will be, and it's a shame too, because this draft is being held in Vegas, but their first pick will be in the third round at number 86. They have a fourth round pick. They have two fifth round picks and one seventh round pick. So, you know, I, I don't know is this, there's not a lot that I think the Raiders can do other than shore up depth on this team. Um, they probably will need some help on the defensive side of the ball in terms of rushing the quarterback. Offensive line is, a, is certainly a position where a few years ago, the Raiders were really, tremendous on the offensive line and that's taken a little bit of a step back by the way they just spent a hell of a lot of money to sign uh, Derek Carr to an extension so for me uh, given the draft capital that the Raiders have uh, I think they're going to have to just kind of fill in the fill in some parts here with the best players available at the positions in which they need those players was yeah I mean so the bad news is exactly what you said limited picks limited draft equity for this draft the, the good news is they could kind of isolate <clears throat> what they need to do because <clears throat> when you look at the offensive side, especially the skill positions, they're, they're wide receiver and their receivers, if you include the tight end position, are, are just tremendous. I mean, <clears throat> Devontae Adams, the human slot machine, Hunter Renfro, Darren Waller. Foster Moreau would be a star if he and a starter if he wasn't behind Waller and just on I'm probably – 28 uh, other teams in the NFL. Um, <clears throat> they bring in Demarcus Robinson, who, who's a player that Patrick Mahomes thought and had a lot of confidence in. Uh, Brian Edwards could be one of these guys with a light switch would go on. I, I love that receiving core uh, for the Raiders. So what are they going to do with the draft? I think it's pretty simple. <laughs> it, it's the theme, you know, defensive line, and rushing the passer, you know, that's the one advantage that the Raiders have over the other teams with, with bringing in, uh, you know, and Max Crosby on one side and bringing in Chandler Jones on the other. They are the team that can get after the opposing team quarterback better than any other team in that division. They can rush the passer. They still need help. Um, linebacker. Uh, a run stopper, and probably some offensive line help. So that's what they're going to do. Those five picks, I just think, are going to be those three positions, linebacker, offensive line, and and the interior of the defensive line. Yeah, I, I don't disagree at all. And I think, uh, you know, another player, and, and I, I do hope, by the way, the, the switch does go on for a player like Brian Edwards. Uh, maybe having a player of the ability and – I'm sure the experience that uh, Devontae Adams has can, can help a, a young player like that. They also signed Mac Hollins, who had, uh, who had a couple of good games and is a big, big body. But to the point that you made, Wiz, I think maybe in all the NFL, not just this division, but the two players that the Raiders brought in, in Adams on the offensive side of the ball and Chandler Jones on the defensive side of the ball, th- those actually could be the two best signings or trades that were made uh, for any team you know, in terms of star caliber uh, that the that in the NFL this offseason because I think those two players 
uh, you know, on their sides of the ball are, are two of the best difference makers uh, uh, that you see in, in NFL football. So, um, yeah, I think the Raider fans should be excited about that. Um, this, this is a good football team. I, I think they'll look a lot different offensively with, with Josh McDaniel at the helm. Uh, I, I hope he certainly makes even more use of a player like Hunter Renfro. Uh, Derek Carr could, you know, conceivably be a top five quarterback in fantasy circles this year, Wiz. Yeah, I think a blueprint for the Raiders is going to be pretty simple this year. I don't think it's going to be a surprise to anyone is get ahead with that, with that elite electric offense and then tell Chandler Jones and Max Crosby, go get the quarterback. Uh, yeah, I think it'll be as simple as that. Yeah, I don't disagree, and it'll be exciting. And, I, you know, it will be fun. Look, the NFL draft has been a little bit strange the last few years. Uh, two years ago, it was uh, all, all, all uh, virtual, which was, a, which was a crazy one. You know, last year we got a little bit more back to normal, but I, I think we're going to see quite the party atmosphere uh, in Las Vegas for this draft, Was Yeah, and uh, what makes this draft <clears throat> much different, especially in last year's draft, is uh, there is a, a, tr- a tremendous amount of uncertainty with the picks. Um, you know, the, you know, most drafts, you know, kind of have it formulated the first 10 picks, but this year there's a lot of unknown. And what's, what contributes to that is I believe there are seven, eight teams that have multiple picks in the first round controlling the draft, which a lot of times can mean a trade up. And, uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to, uh, seeing which teams do that. And, uh, I have my eye on Kansas city and green Bay, Kind of two teams have similar situations, both a pair of first-round picks and both looking for that wide receiver. And uh, I'm just wondering if there's somebody in particular that those two teams are eyeing where they may kind of try and move up in the first round. Yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a good call, Wiz. And, uh, and I think you're right in that both teams are kind of in a similar, similar spot. Uh, with talented rosters uh, that they're working with. So, all right, good stuff, Wiz. Uh, as always, uh, Guru and Wiz Fantasy Football Podcast. Want to wish everybody happy Passover, happy Easter uh, coming up this weekend. Uh, enjoy. Uh, we'll continue to come back at you with the NFC uh, Conference capsules. Uh, each team, uh, we're going over each division uh, for draft needs uh, for this year. We've completed the AFC. Like I said, next week we'll start the NFC. But enjoy the holidays, everyone. Uh, Guru and Wiz are on Spotify, SoundCloud, and Apple Podcasts. Uh, make sure you're subscribing. Wiz, outstanding job. Uh, enjoy the weekend, and a happy, happy, happy Passover to you. Thank you very much, and you do the same.